0: You can see what I miss. You always have.
1: I don't know that this thing can be killed.
2: If it bleeds, we can kill it.
3: A foreign invader tries to decimate a tribe of Native Americans. But he's not white. This is Spoilers. This is Spoilers. I see what you did. You see what I did there? <laughs> did you like that? Yeah, did you like that? Okay. Hello. This is your host, Stevie. Um, kind of reporting uh, recording on an off day. This is cool. Uh, today we are spoiling the new and much improved uh, Predator movie, Prey. Um, let's go from Isis to Westus, And let's do this. Pappy kind of brought this to my attention earlier. If you could put the Predator in any time period, what would it be?
0: Uh, I'm Wiestest. Yeah. Uh, my name is Mikey, recording from Chicago, Illinois. And uh, yeah, this was an easy decision for me. It's clearly I want to see a samurai go up against a Predator. I think that'd be coolest. Just a bunch of samurai trying to take mm. one Predator down would be really cool. Uh, another cool time period Vikings would be cool Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm just thinking of Assassin's Creed games uh, (laughs) Hey, don't
4: take (laughs) up all the time periods Mikey Okay, Uh, that's all I got This is Josh from Goshen. I have Thank no you. idea if I'm next. <laughs> hopefully, we edit out that long, long no, pause. No, it stays. <laughs> the pause stays. BB
5: never directs the opening <laughs> question. He just lets it. He lets you figure out who's Eustace or. Hey, Isis. I
3: can't hold Isis. your hand. You guys are all over thirty. I can't hold your hand forever. All right.
5: Get a compass.
3: I'm gonna
4: call it Josh from Goshen. That's me. I'm gonna just put the predator. I think a, an hour and a half movie of him fighting different dinosaurs would be really cool and Ooh,
1: mm, we like can that. just kind of
4: lose the human plot it's just him against ever increasingly large and ferocious dinosaurs I, I think it's pretty cool this is this a the, universal movie? Uh, is Vin Diesel uh, in it? Yeah. <laughs> 20th century
5: ah. so a Disney movie This is Pappy, we're playing from Kalamazoo, Michigan. Uh, This is pretty easy for me as well, Stevie. I want the Predator just to team up with the Time Bandits. Like, I'm not going to pick one specific time, but we're talking about the most ambitious crossover in cinema history, where the Predator just, like, fights Napoleon. Oh, he's not fighting
3: the Bandits, okay.
5: No, they're teaming up. Okay. They're on the same team. It's like AVP, but with Time Bandits.
4: God, that's lame. That's, yeah, that sucked, <laughs> That's awful.
5: Remember when Stevie tried to pick time bandits for spooky spoilers? <laughs> tried to redo it.
6: Yeah, it led to chaos, too.
5: Made me sad.
6: Um, this is Brett, recording out of Fort Wayne. Uh, I did see a poll question about it. Uh... Two that I remember were both really cool. One was Mikey mentioned, it, feudal feudal Japan and uh, medieval uh, like England. I think those are both amazing. But I am going to go with what Mikey said: uh, feudal Japan.
3: You're going to take Prenders Mikey's answer?
6: No, I'm just. Oh, my this answer is a lot of people want this. <laughs> I think
4: they should make it happen for sure. This is a bit of a dangerous topic, because Steve from Big Dumb Movie, if you guys remember him, one of Corey's buddies, he is like, mm-hmm. I listened to their, what is that Tom Cruise movie, Last Samurai? Last Samurai. He is like a samurai expert. It's ridiculous. He, he, yeah, he goes deep. So just be careful what you guys say. There may be a fact checker listening. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> 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 wow. Okay.
3: Um, this is Stevie recording from Elkhart, um, what I would kind of like to see, I mean since this movie was set like in 1700, like the early 1700s, which is pre-Manifest Destiny, it'd be kind of cool to see the Predator show up during Manifest Destiny and kind of stop a part of it, I think that would be kind of neat.
5: Oregon Trail, but it's like the Predator is one of the things that can get well, you. Well,
3: yeah, but it's not like, you know, white people killing all the Native Americans in the name of God. It's the Predator showing up and killing all the white people. That'd be kind of nice.
4: It happens in this movie. He sent the French fur trade back a good two decades.
3: That's not the same.
5: <laughs> <laughs> he Ellen? killed Lewis and Clark it's off screen. <laughs> Steve, you had a blazing hot take. To start the podcast. I don't want to skip over that. You think this is the best Predator movie? Yeah, I do. Much improved, he said. Much improved. I don't know uh, like, upon
0: what. Uh, what's his faces? Black, uh whatever. What's Shane his name? Black. Shane Black. Oh, dude, Shane Black's Predator? last Predator. Movie?
3: Oh my god, that movie is so bad. Like, is anybody anybody else seen all the Predators except for me?
6: I have not seen the Predator. Okay, well Pretty
3: bad. Have you seen like Predators with Adrian Brody? Yeah. Yep. Tragic movie. That movie's god awful.
6: Like put it this way. I don't know about god awful, I was I was disappointed with it. I thought it was gonna be a lot better.
5: It's that's the one where they go to the planet, right? Yeah, it's it's yeah. god awful. Um
6: like let's look at it this way. Predator
3: like it's not like they're like churning out bangers as far as like sequels go. Um, it only took like 35 years to make another good Predator movie, and if he asked me, hey, you could watch any movie, and I understand that one can exist without the other, I'd rather watch Prey. I don't know about you guys.
6: Definitely not. I get what you're the saying. the original, but...
4: Yeah, I think you sounded at the original... Er, sorry, Stevie. At the beginning, you sounded like Prey is better than the original Predator. That's what it, we all took you to mean. Yeah. And that's what that's you're saying. That's what I'm saying. No, you wow. went into this diatribe about how it's better than the sequels and stuff, and I do agree with that. But No,
3: but I and I also understand that like <clears> Prey <throat> cannot exist without Predator. But as far as like an actual movie goes, I'd rather watch
5: Prey, and I think it's a better movie. Dude, we've literally been saying this since Ten Cloverfield Lane, which who directed this movie? Oh, it's his what name. He also directed that, but we've been saying we want like a serialized movie franchise. Or wait, what is it? Episodic. I always get those confused. Like where it's just like self-contained yeah. stories. Yeah. Anthology. Like, anthology. 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 Yeah. You don't have to like connect. It doesn't have to be like a, like continuity. Doesn't matter. Just like brand the predator in different times. I love it so much.
3: Or even just like predator adjacent.
5: Mm-hmm. Doesn't have
3: to be like about the predator. Something you can make something like a really small kind of like, I don't know. You can make a kind of a smaller movie without Predator, just kind of like either something it's an aftermath or in the shadows. But I get what you're saying, I'd really like that,
0: Brett. I i have to come clean. I know this movie is like sub 90 minutes, but I wanted to see more. I wanted, yeah. I wanted a two hour movie.
6: It was pretty cool. Um, I don't know, it was pretty tight. And-
0: like, there's no wasted space, I I feel like, no. and that's really good. But I also wanted more, because <laughs> it was really good.
6: Yeah, it was really good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it you know, it'd have to be good for you to want it to be... I mean, because it's really short. That is so short. minutes yeah. or something? But you see, it's the perfect amount of time.
5: How is this on all of your guys' radar? Because I literally... Didn't know it was coming out I didn't hear anything about it until you guys started talking about it in the group thread Because it wasn't a theatrical release This is straight I to streaming I saw
6: it on a... I have, uh, when new trailers come out I get a... God, I don't remember how Brittany and I saw it But it popped up one time I was like, oh, it looks good She's like, oh, that's bad But <laughs> she liked it, though She just doesn't uh, like Predator
0: Yeah, I think I saw something either on a Hulu like a month ago Or a trailer on YouTube but... Something like that, yeah yeah, I had not even heard of it, but, but, uh, yeah, it's crazy that this wasn't in theaters. Absolutely. Mind it would low. look really
6: cool, I bet.
0: Because what came out this week in theaters? Like, fucking nothing. Yeah. This would have crushed. This uh, won read, the weekend. I read
6: why they did that, though. I can't remember what they said. Disney something? Says the last one, last one bombed. Something to do with Disney, because they're like, uh, whatever company this is.
3: It's 20th century, Disney owns of now.
6: But yeah, it was just, I think if they knew how huge it was going to be, I think it's like the number one streaming thing on, number one streaming movie on Hulu, like ever already or something like that. I could be wrong, but I think they were regretting it now, but yeah, it would look really, really cool. I think.
3: Hey, Josh, I have a question for you. What's up? You're a really good editor. Um, (laughs) Do you ever like edit movies in your head as you're watching them? Explain. So, like, are you ever watching movies being like, okay, I would have cut that, or, you know, I would have made that longer, or I would have done
4: this with that? Do you ever just kind of play that over in your head since you edit film so much? I I do afterwards. I don't think I'm sharp enough to, like, do it live. Okay, so my question
3: (laughs) for you is, in my head as I was watching it, I was, like, trying to cut it to where... We like held off showing the Predator as long as possible. I think that would. What's okay, up? Okay,
4: this this is interesting because you this is you holding true to your laurels in the when we did the Predator pod, you said you hated how they show the the spaceship flying into orbit at the very beginning yeah, of the movie. And I hated it in this too. I loved it again. Despised it.
6: <laughs> the difference is though, Stevie, in the '87 that was new, like. This at least is understandable because people know what it is. But back in 87, well, that, that's
3: my that's uh, I'm trying to like kind of throw this at Josh. Is like if you were to prolong it as far as possible in this film of like showing the predator or anything like predator esque, where would you have shown like your big reveal?
4: I think I think it really works, Stevie, to have like. Seeing weird things happen in the clouds, and her relating that as uh, okay—that's one thing. that's that's really cool to me.
3: But not like full on showing the ship, and then showing the predator, like looking at other like prey or
4: predators in the in the Mm -hmm. wilderness. Like, where would you have like revealed a predator? I I like what they. You know how I answered dinosaurs at the beginning of this Mm -hmm. pod. I I think I liked a (laughs) lot of what they were doing with animals here. They even show like yeah. a mouse eating an ant and then a <laughs> rattlesnake eating that mouse and then the predator... It's like, in the
3: chain,
1: bro.
4: Yeah, then the predator like, slits the throat of the snake because it's like this mini food chain he's on top of or something. So maybe it could have worked better if she had to like fight the bear and they think that... Or fight the lion and they think that threat's gone. And then they're like, oh no, there's something else. It's the bear. And they get rid of that and then they're like, then it's like... There's still something else after all of that. Uh, maybe that would have been slightly better.
5: If I could have one wish, it would be I watched this movie and didn't know it was a Predator sequel at all. Right? Like that I like walked into a theater to see Prey and was surprised that the Predator showed up. Because I feel like it could almost work on that level, like you're describing. Like you don't. It doesn't even have to be Predator. You know what I mean? <laughs> they barely acknowledge that. Well, oh, I
0: mean. We're we're people that watch a lot of movies, so, like, we ended up seeing the trailer. I think a lot of people ended up watching this having that experience, because, like... It's like Split. It was just so badly marketed. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I think a lot of people just turned it on and were like, holy shit, this is Predator? Yeah. I think it does a lot to, like, to, uh... uh, What is that Star Wars phrase? Uh, To, uh... To, uh... Your expectations? uh, Something, something. I don't subvert your expectations mm-hmm. or oh, I'm glad yeah. you can apply it to Star uh, Wars <laughs> yeah. uh, I think this movie does like a lot of that like with the scene in the mud like I was expecting like Predator to walk by and like not see her but I think that was kind of like
3: that was a real nice touch Mikey
0: I think there's just yeah
4: it's just a lot of stuff like that in this movie hashtag make quicksand scary again
3: I was horrified She's of been, it as a kid
4: but I haven't seen it for a while
3: yeah I know But to kind of answer my own question though, Josh, like as like in my head, I was like cutting cutting all predator scenes. The movie still worked, and this is just how my brain works. What I think, like what the director would have done, is the big reveal would have been like the bear getting pulled like pulled off the beaver dam, and like as blood is like dripping on the predator, and like he lifts up the bear over his head. Like that's like the big reveal. I think that would have been a, a neat thing to do.
0: Dude, that is so fucking sick. That, that is like the best action scene I've <laughs> I seen love this year. That scene. Mm.
5: Which scene? Where the bear is like coming at the beaver dam. Like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I love that she swims the under the water. Awesome. Yeah, into the beaver dam. I was like, That's cool. I've never seen that in a movie before.
6: Who would have ever thought that we'd see the predator have like a fist fight with a bear, have a fist fight with a wolf. Uh, I don't think we got to see it fight the lion. I don't know if it fought the lion or not, but I thought it looked really cool, especially when it was like he was invisible and like or when the wolf went by him and like bit his leg and the blood squirted out like that was just so cool looking.
4: Can I respond to Stevie, though? I I love what you're saying with the bear, because what I didn't like about that action scene is that I don't think the predator should be like straight up stronger than a grizzly bear. I think he could lift him up after he's like dead. Right. But they have like this muscle contest. They grapple. But like yeah, that, strong-
3: that, that's the predator's whole thing—is to m- match eye for eye.
5: It's not. It is. But yeah, that's why he didn't use like the darts on it. Right? Yeah, like he, he matches- went. He went
3: to it with like fist for fist. That's why he used like fangs on the
4: wolf and fangs on the snake. Why did that one Frenchman have a knife and then he just like throws this fan blade and cuts him in two or that something. is a shield and that a cuts his head yeah. off. He also blew them up with like a nuclear bomb thing or something. <laughs> Listen, once
5: technology
4: is on the table,
5: the predators, the predator's got to <laughs> like, you
3: know what? Fuck you guys.
5: Okay, first of all, he can turn invisible, so
0: he's cheating in the uh, mm-hmm. right off the bat in the first place. He's a sneaky a sneaky guy. Like, he's taking all of the advantage he can yeah, get. Yeah, and plus... doesn't
6: using camouflage like hunters do, though. And, like, once yeah, you take true. a
3: sneak attack away, of course he's gonna go nuts. He's in the open. What do you want him to do, die? Did you like the look of the Predator? Oh, he's awesome.
6: I missed the classic uh, design, uh, but that's probably... That's more from Predators, I think, right, Stevie? What's that? His, like, husk... Tusk, like...
3: Yeah, design. I mean... <sighs> So th- there's two, but like this is technically a third subspecies. Um, what What is being called really? now? Wait, 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 wait! A a
5: subspecies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, you subspecies? guys haven't seen.
3: You guys haven't seen pre- predators have. You? Stevie's our cryptozoologist. No, please. So there's like your t- typical like jungle predator, I guess. And then there's, like, Super Predator. Super
6: Predators, yeah. Yeah.
3: There's, like, different casts of Predators. Super Predators and and the Jungle Predators are at war with each other on their own planet. And this Predator, who's being called Feral Predator, which I really like that name, um, apparently, according to the director, is another species of Predator on the same
5: planet. This is why Anthology is way less dumb. Than a big long canonical serialized series. Like, who cares? Just give me a story with the predator.
3: I know, but like the other thing that's funny, kind of funny too, though, is like his like bone mask is from the movie Predators. Yeah, it's from an animal like or a a species that is just in that movie for ninety
4: nine minutes to less. That is so cool. In my mind, as a like I've this is my fourth Predator movie, I think. I'm less interested in, like, species and subspecies and, like, separate races of predators. And I'm more interested in, like, the individual predator's individual... Like, his own personality, if they have anything Mm -hmm. like that, you know? And I'm wondering, Brett, very Mm. heady with the canon, does this predator in this movie have any sort of, like, personality that you can discern? Like, what's his shtick.
6: I would say he's got the least amount of personality of any of the ones we've seen. I mean... Really? The other ones use, like, voice boxes. They like to mimic their people. They use it against them. Uh,
4: Like taunting?
6: hmm. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I mean, he plays massive head games with Mac in the first movie, uh, before he blows his head off. So... (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah, and then the
6: sea round <laughs> still kind of creeps me out a little bit <laughs> over here. I like
0: seeing the different stuff the uh different predators bring in each movie, and this guy had cool shit. Like, oh, yeah, the, the shields that was pretty fucking sick. And if you've played God of War, he has like the God of War shields where it like opens up around his wrist or whatever. It's that's who they modeled cool.
3: it off of, Mikey. Oh, they said that? Yeah, the director came out and said that (laughs) he got that idea from God of War. It's
0: it's really fucking cool. And he now has, like, arrows instead of, like, the laser cannon thing. Because I think, like, yeah, this is, like, a lower-tech version of of a Predator or whatever.
5: What's the deal with how he meets his demise? Like, so the lasers is where the mask is pointing i didn't really understand it's a guidance system yeah it's a guiding system and then if he
6: doesn't know that like he probably thinks that that's way away somewhere or broken but she had set it up so it was pointed at him i think if it was out of range do you have a garage
4: have you ever lived in a house with a garage door is this oh yeah you gotta jump over the laser yeah there's a little close the door yeah okay you got it (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) That's that's all you had to say, Brett.
0: He shoots, and the laser tracks wherever the arrow go, or the laser guides wherever the arrow goes, or whatever. But I think it like also recognizes when like there's a weapon in view or something, and then it like targets whoever's holding that or something.
5: So if the mask would have been destroyed, it would have just shot straight at. Her.
4: That's what I think.
5: Okay. Oh
4: no, I like what Mikey is saying. It's not because
0: I was trying. I was trying to figure out how did she turn the the mask on. She's like. Twenty feet away from it. He's but I think it like targets someone threatening Predator or something.
4: Yeah, he oh. it doesn't it doesn't shoot until he's at like the precipice of attacking, right, Mikey?
0: Yeah. He shoot he fires around and it like curves right at her face. Like it just loops around and hits him.
4: It makes sense. Like you might I could see like an Elden Ring. It'd be a great ash of war to have something like if someone's about to hit you from the side, it just like dings them to like stun them back. You know what I mean? Like it's one sort of like last defense system. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I like that, Mikey. He didn't. He
0: didn't code his face for a failsafe though. He's, he's <laughs> pretty lazy and just like <laughs> didn't. Don't shoot myself in the head <laughs> and code that in.
5: Do it. Come on,
1: do it. This is as far as you go. No more. This is it.
3: I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you like how we went from muscled up and oiled up bodybuilders to, you know, a small little Native American girl named Naru?
5: Yeah. Well, so here's the thing um, it makes sense that the Predator would have almost a harder time killing these kind of people, right? Because, like you said, he lives by this code of honor. So they're more dealing with, like, they guns are barely a factor. In their world, it's like the very end of the movie when she she brings back the gun. So, like the whole tracking element, like the way that their culture, which is I think this is the Comanche people, yeah, right, Comanche tribe. If you watch like the movie like The Searchers, like they do not treat the Comanches (laughs) well in that movie. It's pretty, (laughs) it's pretty bad. So like it's good to see like that, And, and, and like I said, I think it makes sense that like these people would be almost like on more even footing. Than the Predator because they're not as dependent That's how on Dutch the one. technology and guns.
3: I mean, it's not like Arnie went in guns ablazing. He got pretty crafty in the end. Definitely.
4: I think my favorite scene, Pap, is where the Predator approaches three of the Comanche. It's actually four, but uh, what's the main girl's name? She's Naru? Naru? Yeah, Naru is like in cuffs. So he just. The Predator just like blasts the first guy with his arrow things. And then like he takes the other two guys on it and those guys hold their own really, really well. I freaking love that scene. That's my scene. Yeah. Yeah, they, they were, lasted thirty seconds. They, they held did,
1: their
3: own.
0: They did better well. than the bear. <laughs> I don't
4: know, <laughs> man. Not- that bear got some pretty good strikes in. They stabbed him.
6: The brother the brother got him pretty good too.
0: A lot. This predator takes a lot of damage. He, yeah, he is pretty he's pretty fucked up. Yeah. For sure.
6: He doesn't really have the technology, I don't think, as good a technology. A
4: lot of HP, though.
3: Oh, I think he's just an adolescent predator at this point. I think this is probably his first, uh, you know, Kutamiya, you know, so to say. That's my guess of it. This is his probably first round with it. Um, but I also love that scene in the grass. I don't know why. But Mm -hmm. to see, like, invisible predator run across the grass and just see blood explode, I thought looked awesome.
5: I love how the guy's just, like, taking a shit, but that's why he's (laughs) out there, right? Like, I don't know, like, this movie does set up and pay off so well. Like, like, I think we were saying this earlier, like, there's no wasted space. Like, even the thing with the, the bowstring, you know what I mean? Like, how he starts to tell that story about the wet bowstring and then like later on when her bowstring doesn't work like there's so many little things what about just movie. the way that
4: they shoot the bows it's so cool it's quick and kind of like just not what you typically see from like a western bow shooting standpoint <laughs> it just feels more yeah, when, realistic uh,
0: when her brother is like fighting the predator and he dies. He's like, you he only using one bow and he keeps yanking it out of the predator's like abdomen and shit and firing it again. It's pretty
4: sweet. Her brother's yeah. awesome in this movie. Tabi? Yeah. Mm hmm. Why does he lie though about the lion story? What do you mean? Early in the movie, like I said before, remember we got these like chains of animal things happening? Mm hmm. There's this, there's a lion fight and Naru. More like it, a mountain lion, like, right? It, yeah, but they call it a lion and it is. Mm-hmm. It looks like on screen, like she stabs it in the side and then knocks out. But then later her brother's like, No, I did that all yourself. You need to like stop fucking hunting. Like that's mm-hmm. not your thing. Stop. And then later he reveals, like, no, I didn't do it all on my own. You weakened it severely. And I was I like, I think able she to fucking killed it. <laughs> it seemed like she just stabbed it straight through the side
3: yeah I thought she killed the damn thing at first
5: it's a lie by omission he doesn't really lie lie and like once you come back to the elders and everyone's like
4: partying with he you. lied he said he said we didn't do it I did it I think he was protecting his sister he lied and he
5: died <laughs> he paid he paid the price Bro. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't know why, but you sounded just like Trump when you said that he lied <laughs> and he died. He lied.
5: Listen, it's a beautiful predator, the best predator I've ever seen. <laughs> He's got like forty abs; they go all the way up his chest. What about the people who are calling Naru a Mary Sue? I found that, oh my that God. interesting, dude. She runs away for eighty percent of the movie. She's like in handcuffs, just running away. <laughs> well, Stevie, this is what you always talk about: is like the you main gotta fail. character has you have to, to fail and. I don't think I've ever seen a main... Like, she fails probably up until that moment when she's in the quicksand and she throws the axe and it finally sticks when it's like her last possible throw. That's like the first thing she does that works. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, when it
3: comes to mainly hero stories or really any story in general, if you want to find it interesting, your main character has to fail over... And over and over again. That's what usually makes the growth and ending so satisfying. If there is a Mary
4: Sue scene, though, it's the one where she kills, like, 12 Frenchmen Stevie. Right? Are you talking about the the no-cut? Yeah, it's a cool scene, and it looks awesome, but she, like, whips 12... You liked it, Pat?
5: Sorry, I was in... I like that it's a single take, but the shaky cam... I did not love yeah. in that scene.
4: I Sorry. didn't mean to derail you there, Stevie. Please continue.
3: No, no, no. It's just... I, you're right in a sense that she does kind of go, you know, a little nutty on those Frenchmen, but mainly her growth is through the Kutamiya, you know, getting that yeah. perfect hunt, or, you know, learning to survive from that crazy hunt, and... I just think the Frenchman is really a part of that growth story. I could be wrong.
5: Brett, what do you think? Could she take on those Frenchmen? Remember, she's uh, a Comanche. Comanche, John Wayne would say.
6: I mean, some of them, I guess. I don't.
0: Also, it takes twenty seconds to reload a fucking musket. Okay, she's throwing True. an axe at people <laughs> like. A, a guns were bullshit back then okay like you gotta fucking nail it on the first shot or you're gonna get yeah close combat taken out she has an axe she's
4: throwing it at people it's way faster the movie making with her with an axe with a rope attached to it and yanking it back and catching it is really cool it's fucking god of war man yeah she's she would be like aloy like in horizon zero
0: dawn she's like (laughs) she would be really cool she's shooting an arrow she's like kick flipping off of trees and shit she's really cool the scene with the bear running up the hill chasing after her that was terrifying i think that was a really good scene as well where uh i don't know i was just bears are so scary and that thing is just like hauling ass up that hill and then she like jumps down
5: all-time movie dog to chase that bear away. sorry
0: we haven't even talked about the dog yet mikey dog tell us about awesome. the dog
5: Looks like dog meat from
0: Fallout. <laughs> yes, this dog has a very distinct face. Like you would recognize this dog out of a hundred dogs instantly. I don't know how they found it, but it's so smart. It's such a great actor in this movie, and I compared it to Eddie from Frasier. It's such a good dog <laughs> actor nice. in my letterbox review. <laughs> As someone who's seen every episode of Frasier, that is the best goddamn dog acting
5: I've ever seen. My favorite shot of the whole movie. Sorry, Josh. Go ahead.
4: I was just gonna say, best friend Drew Rocklin's gonna have Mikey as his favorite host now. (laughs) He loves. He watches Fraser. He loves Fraser. Brett probably
0: doesn't. Eddie is S tier of dog (laughs) acting, (laughs) and then right under it is this
3: dog. Sorry, sorry. Yeah.
5: My favorite shot of the whole movie is that super long tracking shot as she's going through her village or community or whatever right and like i watched it like four or five times and then i'm like holy shit they did this one take with a dog yeah kind of running around you know what i mean like that would be so frustrating to not only really have to deal with all of, like the people and the extras but like you have a live animal according to the uh,
3: director it was ungodly frustrating to get that shot done
0: that dog has more personality than the predator in this movie. that dog is like incredible <laughs> Really great animal acting in this movie.
3: And Pap, I'm with you, though. I did love that tracking shot. I've seen far too many movies in the past 10 years that will have a tracking shot like that, but it's out of focus. And it kind of makes you wonder why it's even a tracking shot to begin with. And to see like everything in full view, and I know some people get bothered by it, and everybody just screams J.J. Abrams when they see it, but I didn't mind the lens flares when the sun hit it at all, because it just looks so cool. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I know we're saying everything we love about this movie, and I brought up, you know, how much I hated, you know, seeing the Predator so early or seeing the ship so early. Is there anything in this movie you guys, like, didn't care for at all or didn't ring right with you?
0: I like your point about just, like, holding off showing Predator or, like, going in not knowing it's Predator.
3: I think that was a studio choice to, like, show Predator in the ship so early.
5: But why? It's straight to streaming anyway. What have you got to lose? Uh, I don't know. I like the shaky cam. I thought some of the CGI at times was a yeah. little bit suspect. Some of the CGI is not, not the best. But
0: it's like I don't. It's like nobody knows how this movie was made. Nobody heard anything about it. Like what was the budget and. It's like, for a streaming movie, I don't think I could ask for anything better. It's certainly better than anything Netflix has made. Uh, I don't know. It's just like, this movie is so bizarre and how it was marketed and Mm -hmm. what we know about it. Like, if it was a shoestring budget, this movie is fucking incredible. But if it was like, over $100 million or something, it's like, why don't you just use more money on the CGI? Because the CGI is probably... I would say the biggest thing hurting it.
3: I don't think this movie's close to a hundred, Mikey. That's what it's, it's like. Nobody has any idea how this I, I mean, if I had <laughs> to make a modest guess, maybe forty-five, like forty-five, fifty somewhere in there. Because it's not like you have like tons of actors to pay. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like these people's you know rate is you know five million a piece.
5: That dog gets topped off. Uh, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah, be shocked. I went to the banana
3: stand for Sorry.
5: Yeah, I know.
3: <laughs> like, I would not be shocked if Sorry was the highest paid actor. I really wouldn't be.
4: Can I ask you guys a question? Have at it. Is Brett silently picketing this podcast?
6: No, I just got... He caught me at a time where my father-in-law's up with the dogs and I'm just... I got it muted just so I don't make a lot of noise.
4: Well, I hope you feel welcome to chime in.
6: I do. I'm just I'm just waiting it's it's almost over. I'm also just kind of looking for a budget. It doesn't really
5: I was looking too. I couldn't find anything. Cuz
6: doesn't really want to say anything about it.
3: Cuz I mean, why would Disney want to throw over 100 mil at something that's not like their banner There's product?
0: No
5: way.
3: 88 million. 88
5: for
0: this? That seems crazy high. Really high.
5: So that's just like st- straight investment in Hulu. I guess right because they want the Disney streaming bundle. ESPN kind of sells itself. Disney Plus. I don't know. Like,
0: what would the budget be on? It would be on the CGI, and the CGI is not incredible. It's it's serviceable, but it's not like the best ever. Eighty-eight million. That seems fucking. Well, you gotta remember,
3: dude. Shooting out in the wilderness is expensive. Like it takes a long time to shoot that shit. You're hauling a mm-hmm. lot of equipment and traversing a lot of equipment. It's not easy.
4: I think the CGI with the Predator himself Yeah. Is basically flawless, honestly. Could be a lot of the money. Anytime that maybe d- like looked bubbly or something, I don't know how else to describe it. Oh,
6: wait. among
4: it more so just reminded me of the old Predator, so I, like, forgave it. But with the animals, I, that's where I was seeing it, right? It, you you guys, too? Like the, yeah. The, the grizzly bear, the wolf a couple yes. of times. Yeah. Like, um, is
6: not correct, by the way. I misread that. I apologize. Thank that makes God. more sense, 8.8. So, right?
4: 8. Yeah. <laughs> i think they're
6: kind of keeping it.
4: it looks like they're kind of keeping it that's what mikey's saying
0: this is a tax scheme by disney <laughs> somehow i i'm gonna get down to the fucking bottom i got breaking news fellas let's go i got
2: right now disney <laughs> oh. is on its way <laughs> and and now, Special Republicans
5: Republicans, with Michael, live from chicago illinois
0: Disney is up to something. You know, know there's like
5: four
3: guys like drinking scotch and smoking cigars over this being a hit on Hulu, and they just made millions off a tax scheme, like Mikey said.
5: But why? Why are all of Dan Trachtenberg's movies so weird? Because like, so Ten Cloverfield Lane was the third or fourth podcast we ever did for the stream. Perfect and bottle
3: episode we were,
4: movie. Perfect bottle episode well, movie. Is this a marketing no thing? Idea. Is he trying to make this yeah. a cult classic by like holding it back in this way? Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. It, like, all of his movies are so weird like
5: that. Because, like, we're like, is this, like, a sequel? Is it in the same universe? Is this just, like, an anthology? We had no idea. And, like, like everything about the, like, the release of this movie was so weird. But it also, like, really feels like one of his movies too, right? Because when you think about 10 Cloverfield Lane, spoiler alert, it, it ends with, like, the aliens and going all crazy batshit at the end, right? And this is, like, almost the same thing, like you're saying, Stevie. Like, it could just be, like, a Native American movie for three-fourths of it in a Predator for the last years. Oh, that'd have been... It still worked.
3: Fucking, yeah, it would... I'm telling you, if you guys watch it again and in your head start editing anything Predator out until the grizzly bear fight, it works perfectly.
4: Like, the movie still works. Ugh, you're gonna die on this hill.
0: <laughs> no, because it also takes out the bad CGI for the most part until we get to the grizzly bear. Like, if you bear.
3: want to keep in the Thunderbird scene, cool... I guess mm-hmm. just
0: keep it as vague as the spaceship flying through the clouds. Yeah, that's cool. Up until
3: yeah, that's fine. Like you want to take that as like a sign, cool. But like, man, take out the little animal. I get it to kind of understand the predator more, but we already know the predator
4: kind of and how they operate.
5: But if you're just cutting, you're gonna get this movie below ninety minutes. Fine, for sure. All
4: right. Fine. Well, Mikey at the beginning said he wanted to see more. What? Which of the plot lines I mean, do they you need cut, to dig into? If
0: you cut the animal parts and just add, like, what? That's, like, five minutes. Just add five more minutes of him fucking up the French trappers. Mm-hmm. Like, sign me up, bro. Fighting another bear or something. <laughs> Fighting another animal. That was pretty sick.
3: Like, and speaking of the trappers, Mikey, Like, did anybody else really appreciate that we didn't get to see what they were saying? Like, understand it unless we spoke French?
4: Brett? Mm-hmm. Brett's our French
0: boy. Brett, you're French. Oh, we also have to mention that there's a Comanche dub as well. Yes, I guess. I don't cool. know if anybody watched.
6: I I picked up some stuff. Believe it or not, um and they talked slower, um, they said a lot of stuff about the girl, the girl, the female, the female. So, and they uh, when it said "chien," they said "chien" like ten times. That's French for dog. So they act one of the French guys actually says, "You are a dog." At one point, to her.
5: Did anybody watch the Comanche cut?
6: I am tomorrow. Comanche dub.
5: How do you find it? Like it's where? It's Hulu. It's it's right next. It's right next to it. Like, do you yeah. change to the audio or it's? I don't no? see it.
0: No, it's like on the splash page or whatever. You could just like,
4: tab over. Yeah. It, and it says like Comanche cut. You know what's really cool when you look at the cast? It's like here's some of the names: Mid Thunder, Beavers, Stormy, oh, yeah. Thrush, Antelope. Like mm-hmm. that's dope. I freaking love that.
3: Yeah, Amber, Mid Thunder, Dakota Beavers.
6: Yeah, Crowfoot. she's actually like three years older than her brother in this movie. In real life,
4: one of the guys' names. I, this is the first time I've seen this. His name is Cody Big Tobacco. So <laughs> is that a big that's tobacco awesome. leaf, or is that refer to like like big pharma? No, he's a part of Altria, yeah. <laughs> His nickname is Philip Morris.
5: <laughs> yeah. Congress answers to big tobacco.
0: Uh does it say who plays the Predator?
6: Yeah, he's the shortest Predator ever. He's only six nine. That's six That's nine S Christ. Well, the guy who played him in the first movie was seven three.
0: Damn. Seven three that he is doesn't crazy. That large, I guess.
6: Kevin Peter Hall, I think. He's in the first and second one. Plus Harry and the Hendersons and play Chewbacca and something.
0: This this Predator is just fifty percent abs. It goes all the way up to his neck. <laughs> just
6: abs. Dane Deliegro.
4: I wanna take spoilers to like behind the scenes a little bit. Sometimes Stevie mm. and I pass around little ideas for movies. Sometimes we even like write outlines or little like scenes and pass them back and forth. Stevie, there was like a full year where you were obsessed. And it's my fault. Still am with the local Native American kind of stories in our Elkhart, Indiana area with Pierre Moran and like we his real live, life. We do live
3: like in like a hotbed of Native American <laughs> named cities though.
4: Potawatomi, and Mishawaka French named
3: cities. Mishawaka, Lafayette. Wakarusa, Napanee, yeah. Wawasee, Elkhart, like Goshen, we, yeah, a lot of Native American names. Minute Minutemen.
4: I would love... <laughs> l- if nothing else from this Predator movie, I would love <laughs> to see more movies that kind of display how those people lived back then. It's fascinating. I wish we knew more about it.
3: Like, it, it, there's little things, too, that this movie did. Like, there's a couple things they did wrong, especially with, like, the French fur trappers, like, just, like, leaving, like, the buffalo, like, just skinned.
6: Yeah, they would never do that.
3: Only Americans did that shit. Like, that was extremely, like only americans that were going west that did that shit and the ones in indiana that decimated the population unfortunately um but uh, the
0: buffalo is on our state quarter just yeah to no. like or oh, your guys at state quarter i'm illinois now I'm i the know buffalo's
3: <laughs> used to roam here man it makes me sad
5: but um you have rob <laughs> on <your state> quarter. <laughs> <laughs> this is an empty seat with cash in it yeah
3: <laughs> But, um, like the Comanche, the Lords of the Plains, man, it, there's little things in this movie that made me really happy, especially when Tabi at a certain point was just like, I need a horse, like just get me a horse. Like the Comanche, whether it be legend or real, you know, in stories passed down through generations were doing shit on horses that shouldn't be possible. Like, especially when it came to warfare. So to see, like, Toby like, leap from his horse and throw a spear at the Predator and get him, like, made me really happy.
4: And just evade the Predator and just kind of best him. and Yeah, like, the Comanche, wow, man, invisible. those guys
3: could, they would throw down. And, I mean, maybe we'll see it in movies going forward, but uh, the settlers going west did not have a good time
6: with the Comanches, put it that way. Either the other Indian tribes or Mexicans.
5: Yep. It's a good time to set a Predator movie too, right? Because Predator is this invading mm-hmm. species. And you parallel that with these people who are taking over their land that they lived in.
3: Yeah, Pap, and you kinda of brought up earlier, like how I feel like growing up, especially like watching John Wayne movies like older Westerns, you were kinda of like smoke. You kind of always saw Kind of Native Americans in this post Civil War type era. You know, when things, you know, you start to get the Trail of Tears, the Trail of Death, you know, the Indian Removal Act, stuff like that, where they, they weren't in kind of like a thriving state. And to see like the Comanche in the early 1700s kind of in their normal unopposed state was, that was nice to see. So mm-hmm. then it was,
6: it was about uh, 1,200 miles a little too north, but. Let's not get nitpicky. What's that? Well, they weren't, from what I read, they weren't in the North Plains up there. They were down south. The, I mean. But I don't care. I don't watch it for history, so. Right.
5: The thing is, though, is, like, I feel like, I don't know, we've talked about this a lot, but I feel like you don't even need that, like, class of, or uh, clash of cultures connection. Mm-hmm. All you need is, like, a cool time period for the Predator to come and fight people in. <laughs> That's why
4: this movie's so great. Yeah. Adding the Frenchman though made it so like there's a whole new kind of cast of weapons that they could kind of use in the movie. And I appreciated that, Pat.
6: Brett, did you like the inclusion of the um Andolini gun? I was gonna I was hoping we someone would get in the lore with me. Like I think the biggest question people have is how did that gun get from her? To back to the Predator and the Predators, and so I guess we're going to launch into this. I have a Stevie question, I guess, for you. Well, do I need to? Uh, does anybody know what Stevie and no. I are talking about?
4: Please explain. I've seen that movie, and I still don't know. Okay, okay
6: so at the very end of Predator Two, yeah, uh, when Danny Glover ends up killing the last Predator, he's actually in the Predator spaceship. Yep, and I believe three Elder Predators show up. And Danny Glover obviously thinks that he's going to die, but uh, again, they're like respectful-ish. And he comes up and he hands him this gun, this gun that you see, 1715 or whatever the, whatever name that is, Raphael. Yeah, (laughs) Raphael
3: Andalini, something like
6: that, yeah. It's supposed to be Uh like a sign of respect to him as him being a good warrior. Now, where we get into problems with continuity, and I have not read this, I'd like to, but. There is a Predator graphic novel or comic called Predator Seventeen Fifteen, and yes, it has this yep. whole complete backstory of the Predators fought all these pirates and like the over in like Australia, I think area, and that's how he got. Um, they they battled this guy Raphael whatever, and it was a great battle, and it was just respectful. So he took the gun, but this rewrites that. Um. So I guess the question is that I've seen people are arguing about, and I don't really know, is when you see the spaceship at the end. Um, which I actually don't even know if I noticed until I read about it. Are they coming back to?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Kill yeah. So her? spaceship at the end. Yeah. So oh, right, at right? the at the end credits, um, when it shows the story. Awesome end credits. Yeah, by the when way. it shows kind of the story, kind of like by like painting.
5: Oh by cave painting
0: there's more story happening.
3: Yeah, so at the end when it shows Naru kind of like being the war chief now, when it pans out a little bit more, you see three ships kind of like coming through the clouds. So typically in predator lore, when you kill one, more return. So um that's where I mean, the other thing is, too, Brett, about continuity. I mean...
6: Oh, I don't care.
3: Oh, I, I I know. Know. People How long does it the take cannon, the other yeah. ones
4: to get there, though? Are they going to return in, like, Naru's lifetime, or are well, they just returning they to mean, Earth later? Again, they the just, point, like, flew up.
6: Well, 100%, they're going to come and get the body, if they can find it, because they don't like to leave yeah. a trace. Yeah. But the, pretty much the two choices of what happened at the end are, either they came back, and they did it again and killed her and took the gun back. That's how they get it 300 years later. Or somewhere down the line they came back and fought one of her ancestors or something like that and got it. So I don't know. I think it's supposed to be ambiguous and I would say that it might talk about the sequel, but I think that we're all kind of maybe hoping that they go to different time periods, so maybe they won't.
3: I wouldn't so, mind seeing Naru again. I thought she was a great
6: heroine. Yeah. Yeah or training they're, like the new sets the that's I, the honest here they're all going to be training like more women and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, that's where the story would be
0: it would be weird to like i don't know attack the same person again i feel like Maybe like one of like Billy's ancestors. We would see someone hunting (laughs) Arnold's like that would have been a secret. Like
6: where's the honor in that? Like they, they beat you. That's the point. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but I think it's cool to think about. Like, um, I can also imagine that they don't really like to lose, but (laughs) petty. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, it's interesting, but yes, that's what happens at the end. And, like, I saw the gun, I was like, holy crap. Because, again, Predator is not great at all. No. It's actually pretty bad. He's out of breath the um, entire time.
3: No, oh, it's real bad.
0: I
6: liked the concept of that, like the concrete jungle, but the, it was just, they tried way too hard to make it futuristic and mm-hmm. stuff. Um,
0: also, Danny Glover, too old for that shit.
6: <laughs> it's on Hulu, by the way, uh, <laughs> if you guys want to watch that.
5: Hulu, Predator City right now.
6: I think Predators yeah. is on Hulu, too.
5: No, my Hulu like recommendation is all Predator movies. But the right Predator's now. Well, the Prey. Predator is not. Prey the is not to on the front page. You gotta search for it. It's
0: fucking insane. I don't understand what Hulu is doing.
6: Same. It's like the highest. I get read. It's like the highest, like opening stream on Hulu ever, like by a long shot. I'll so. also
3: say this: if there was a movie to be kicked out of like the Predator universe that doesn't have a versus in it, it would definitely be Shane Black's The Predator or whatever the hell that was. It's just god-awful. It doesn't need to be watched, and it makes no sense.
6: Yeah, I just want to watch it just so I... Since they kind of wiped out the two versus movies from the lore, um, that's the only one I haven't seen. I mean, I should at least watch it. I know it's going to be bad, but...
0: That was a very specific time in in uh, movie history. It's the AVP movies. <laughs> so that's like...
1: I don't Freddy know. Freddy vs. Like Jason. It
0: was just... That was like the beginning of the multiverse i guess (laughs) one of the few things that you can recall like at the very beginning was avp
5: but beyond like the continuity of the gun how do you guys feel about the overt line reference from the first movie
6: if it can bleed we can kill it Mm -hmm. they don't have in my opinion the most famous line though so stick around no like jesse
0: ventura's F slur, you know, no, yeah, no. that one, no.
6: I guess I would say you're one ugly mother. That's probably the one that Uh-oh. gets reaped. But yeah, let's. I mean, obviously, if it can bleed, if it bleeds, we can kill it. I mean, that's the name of Jesse Ventura's by autobiography and everything. But um, I think in every movie they've had the uh, you're one ugly. So I, I just, but also I think the guy said, do it, do it now. I think one of the guys <laughs> said that.
0: I thought it was hype. It was a very. I was like, "Damn, that was fucking awesome, right there!" Yeah, and I, mean, I thought
6: it was pretty natural. Too. It seems
4: like something yeah. a human would say. It doesn't. It did not seem forced. It was like Arnold could have come to that conclusion separately from this Comanche. I bought it, Pat.
5: I liked it too. I wasn't anti at all. <laughs> I thought that was like just <laughs> enough. Actually, <laughs> I loved
4: it.
0: Yeah, I think uh, it was a little goofy because like. Immediately after that, the predator steps into a bear trap. It's <laughs> just like the goofy, the goofy predator. They dropped off. He's
5: not very aware. But at least the bear trap was set up within the script, right? Like Stevie, I think you told me it, it took him two years to write I this think, movie. Uh, I think so what's the
3: director's name? Dan Trackenberg is that his name? Trackenberg. Yeah. Him and I don't remember the other writer's name. I think they developed this movie for about four years. So Jeez. that's a lot of you know, TLC going involved to getting the story just right. Because as I said before, I mean, you got 35 years between good movies. So you can tell that this movie was not rushed. It was not like, you know, studio handing it off, handing it off to handing it off. I think it like went to people that actually care about the lore. And also just, I mean, building a good story in general i think it just worked
4: did it get that covid tlc bump like they had just extra time like to gun? just work on the script and massage it over and over you know what i mean massage it and poke it add a little
3: pet that <laughs> and <laughs> Pap, i don't know like how do you feel about the movie the revenant
5: the revenant yeah um
6: good one-time watch
5: I would agree. I, it was also unfortunate how many of the iconic shots were in the trailer. That bothered me. Yeah.
6: That like that, that's like the horse going off the cliff.
5: That's a hundred percent what I'm thinking. Of. Yeah. Very bleak though, compared to this.
6: The one thing that I appreciated
3: that this movie did or didn't do it. The Revenant did was I feel like the Revenant was like a landscape movie mm-hmm. where it was just showing Leo DiCaprio zoomed out from three miles away the entire time. And this movie felt a lot more in your face and tighter. And I think it would have been really easy with, especially with how short it was to make it more of like a landscape movie. I don't know what your thoughts are on that.
5: I mean, there's a lot of variety though too, right? Like it doesn't, I would say it doesn't linger on the landscape shots, but the first note that I wrote were that there's four establishing shots that are better than like 60% of the movies that we watch in using its setting, right? And setting yeah. up where we are. Cause they look cool. And like, I think there's, like, one shot that's, like, overhead with her walking with a dog, too, and, like, the long tracking shot. Like, it doesn't reuse any of those tools, right? But, it like, it sprinkles them in just enough for, like, it. this feels like a really well-made movie when you're watching it. And it's, like, mind-blowing. Again, this is, like, a straight-to-streaming movie. It doesn't feel like it at all.
6: It's mind-boggling.
5: <laughs> yeah, Something fishy going
0: on.
6: <laughs> My <laughs>
0: something (laughs) not right well i mean i just am baffled by like the decisions studios have been making like the last i don't know five years they're just constantly turning out marvel movies and sequels and prequels and stuff and like reboots this is a sequel prequel (laughs) and they don't want it and it's like actually good like just a straight up original twist on an established franchise and they are not putting it in a theater on like such a dead weekend somebody tell me what came out this weekend in theaters and if this thing couldn't have made more money than it like i will i'm
3: just
6: so there, surprised there are definitely article. there's an article out there that uh forbes said why Prey likely would have struggled in theaters. so um they have this whole long theory about it um
5: Bullet train would have been its biggest competition. Wait, Bullet, bullet
0: train, train came out this weekend? It looks like the worst Brad Pitt movie mm-hmm. he's ever made. It, Is it looks bad? like the worst movie <laughs> I don't know. It looks like
5: a Netflix movie though.
6: I thought it looked interesting. I said it was interesting.
5: We're doing a podcast on Prey, not Bullet Train. Fuck that <laughs> says a lot. Well, right there. she
6: had a bullet train right into the Predator's head at the end, so mm-hmm. nice little shot and it knocked the helmet off. That was really cool. Yeah, loading a Flintlock pistol was not very easy back then.
3: I mean, Easter Sunday came out in theaters, but pray can not They
6: I mean, Disney's got ex- excuses whether you believe it or not. They said they wanted to show that we could have a blockbuster on, you know, uh Hulu and it's going to be Hulu's mm-hmm. first baby that could be made into sequels and they wanted it to prove to everyone that Tons of people would watch it. I mean, that's like what they said. Yeah, because yeah, Disney doesn't
3: want to make money. I mean, who would have thought? Well, no.
5: Well, it's like like I said, like of those three brands, right? Barbara. Disney Plus, ESPN, was it ESPN Plus mm-hmm. and Hulu? Who is yep. definitely the weakest brand? Like, what is what's the best Hulu original show? Handmaid's Tale. I I
6: like Hulu because it's got all the look right. the new yeah. stuff. Uh, what we do in the shadows is on there. Uh,
5: Brooklyn Nine Nine was on there for a while. Yeah.
6: yeah. The problem with Hulu is at least half the stuff now is live TV. You have to have live TV. Yeah. It's like I pay for all this stuff and there's movies that literally can't watch all the time. You gotta watch it on Tubi.
3: Or not Tubi.
6: That is a terrible question.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's just do this. Uh. Let's go around the table. Let's do um, final thoughts and yes or no's. And Brett, let's start with you.
6: Yeah, so my um, first time I saw this trailer, I was pretty excited about it. And uh, I think it lived up to the hype. I think it was really good. I don't think that's a surprise for anybody here after what we just talked about. I like pretty much everything about it. Um, really cool. I'd be interested that now that we're talking about it, to see that budget. So if it's like lower, it'd be really impressive. Again, I thought overall it looked pretty well, and I think The Predator always looks good. So, whether they have to pump a bunch of money to make him look good, who knows, but definite solid yes for me. Really cool. I hope they do more of them.
5: Pappy. Uh, definite hard yes. I think one of the only things that we didn't talk about, which I had written down, was the score. Ooh, good it's one. It's really good, and it's like, like I said, it's just, it's just too good for this type of movie, right? And I don't know. I I would say this movie kind of delights you and delight in the way that, like, it exceeds all of your expectations, right, for a Predator sequel and a straight-to-Hulu movie. Um, Honestly, probably one of, like, the most fun movies that I've watched this year. And I, I really don't give a shit about the Predator lore, but I tend not to care about lore and franchises in general. And if we can really just get, like more serialized like predator fighting people in Australia or Predator fighting people in Japan or Predator fighting like people in ancient Africa or something like all that shit would be super cool. Or even dinosaurs. Like that sounds amazing to me. But definite hard yes for prey. Uh only the second predator movie I've seen, but pretty close to the first. It's probably a toss-up between which one I like more. Big fan.
6: I need to see Predator in New Zealand, trying to find and kill Psycho Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Is he a bush? Is he not a bush? I mean, how's the predator going to know?
3: Uh, let's go, Josh.
4: Josh Joshua? He's on the
5: mute. No, no, no. no, no.
4: Oh. Sorry, I was muted, but I said on mute hard yes. I echo a lot of what Pap says with... <laughs> just exciting to watch like i had to watch this movie in two segments and i couldn't wait to start watching it again and that's always like a great barometer like if you have to take a break what's the, just like subconscious feel when you're about to jump into it again are you pumped or is it going to be chore like oh no another movie for spoilers Ugh. another predator sequel Ugh. Another Batman. Uh, Another Marvel movie. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) One thing I disagree with you, though, Pat, is I think I would watch a sequel with just Naru. Maybe she has, like, a couple tokens from the Predator, but it's just completely about the Comanche tribe post-Predator. I just love living in this world with them for this 90 minutes, like... I know it wouldn't happen, but a sequel without The Predator would still be cool. And I'll leave you guys with this. Friend of the pod, Kyle McVeigh, tweeted about this movie yesterday. Pappy, he's one of your oldest friends as well as me and Brett's. <laughs> When's he coming back on the pod? I hope soon. But he said, it's at Rocket underscore Kyle. He's one of the hosts of the LOLJK pod. Close friends of this pod. He said... Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna need Alamo or the New Bev or any theater in L.A. to do a run of the prey, to do a run of prey showings because that shit needs to be seen with a crowd. Also, it's shot beautifully. I don't like that he used the word vistas here, but he said some stunning vistas that were clearly intended for the big screen. And I think Mikey, like you're saying, it's just like everyone's kind of confused. What's going on mm-hmm. with this thing? But. Anyway, as a movie, it's awesome. Hard yes.
6: Josh, you saying you want a sequel without Predator? Like, just like eat, pray, hunt? Is that like a sequel where it's just they're just growing up or?
4: They just grow the corn and it's all peaceful for the whole 90 (laughs) minutes. Yeah, Comanches (laughs) were known for growing corn. (laughs) You know what I mean, though? Like, I think what it's almost like that thought experiment like what happens after aragorn becomes king like do all the orcs just like get decimated like holocausted or yes they do and is that yeah so is that good (laughs) but i think like yeah like what happens after the predator like how does she hold on to this and i think they could carry some elements like maybe she has part of the helmet she has that little like weapon that she she got all the gadgets yeah she's got gadgets all the settlers (laughs) coming in and that gun could be passed on so we got like it's in the predator universe but just i think it was strong enough without the predator almost like stevie was saying throughout the pod but anyway this is way extending my yes or no way longer sorry
6: dances with (laughs) Comanches.
0: uh this is obviously a super hard yes and i think it moves up into, like, the best straight-to-streaming movie of all time simply for the fact that it should have been released in theaters <laughs> and would have made, like, $200 million this weekend, probably. Uh, but I think it's great. I I think it's just on par with uh, the OG Predator movie. I think they both have, like, their own strengths, and they're both equally as enjoyable to watch. Uh, the Mary Sue shit with Naru is fucking pointless, she's running for 80% of the movie, and just learning how this predator operates, and that's how she outsmarts and and beats the predator, so I don't know, I think people complaining about all that woke bullshit are just like people who don't enjoy watching movies, really, so I hate that type of talk around this movie, but I loved it, I wish it was longer, and I never say that about like any movie, and I think it just cut all of the bullshit out. It was very trim, and every scene had something great about it going on. And yeah, like the only complaint I have is probably what Stevie was saying earlier in the pod that let's do the Jaws thing. Let's not see the monster until like we absolutely have to. Thank you. I think like if he was revealed in like that ash, ashy battlefield scene, like where he does like become uninvisible. I think that would, be, would have been pretty sweet, like, to have the very first reveal of him be that. Not knowing anything about what this movie was going into it, I think that would have been really cool. But, yeah, it's a super hard yes for me. And just a, instantly, the I can't think of a better straight-to-streaming movie off the top of my head. I think this is the best. Solely because Disney is weird.
6: Honestly, though, guys, we can't stress enough... How crazy it is that Mikey wants the movie to be longer. So you got to see this
5: movie. <laughs> you got to see it. <laughs> it means
6: something. Trust me.
5: It's like PK giving a Jurassic Park movie a no, <laughs> or a Marvel <laughs> movie a no. Yeah, for sure. A movie a no. <laughs> also, Stevie, since we're in final thoughts, I don't think we talked about because you, you brought this up to me earlier today. Your favorite death, the net. Oh see, yeah. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like that's like Predator Two style, but just Predator Two. Yeah, yeah just the way it was like angrily thrown out I'd have to say just because the net was thrown on him then he goes on to like stabbing two guys through each other he makes a little pile and just see how pissed off he is to throw that net at that guy was so cool what what about (laughs) the guy that gets the bear trap thrown out (laughs) (laughs) and like I don't know this director is fantastic same with the cinematographer like you can shoot a scene a million different ways Josh knows that but like I loved how when he threw the net it wasn't just a still camera it panned down underneath like that's a really cool way to shoot that scene you just get all the
0: aftermath of like that guy getting yeah, crushed you get and incinerated by. yeah
3: just you know that's that's cool shit to do but um yeah I will give this movie uh, the hardest of yeses um, I think this is probably my favorite Predator movie and I am a little biased just cause Pap knows that, like, I've been reading about the Comanche for years, and to see them, like, somewhat represented on screen was really cool. Um, and, um, yeah, I just thought the effects were great, the acting is fantastic, the writing was really good. I thought it was really smart to, you know, set this Predator movie way back when, you know, early 1700s. And as far as sequel goes, I mean, I'm cool with just, like, Seeing a sequel of Naru live out like her daily life. I don't even need an alien or, you know, settlers coming afoot. Just see Naru for the rest of her life. She's super cool. That's so, what I'm um, saying. Yeah, but we don't like your idea, Josh. We like Stevie's idea. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> fair enough. I will say this, though. Um, <laughs> right around this time period is probably around the time when the Comanche are going to start exclusively migrating south. They're extremely nomadic at this point in their uh, tribal history. So, you know, it'd be interesting to see a movie with Naru going south and her running into obstacles that way, the closer they get to Texas. So, um, yeah, hardest of yeses.
6: Let me happen here real quick. Uh, Mikey mentioned it. I didn't feel like we did mention it. But you called it, like, the, the ashy scene. I think of it as, like, the foggy scene. And that, like, looks so incredible to me, the whole... Like, where the French are trying to take them out. It's just so cool looking. I don't know if that's cinematography or just everything, but it looked really, really cool.
4: Shout out to those tertiary Frenchmen who stayed underground under sacks as the Mm. first wave of Frenchmen were killed, terrifyingly. Then the second (laughs) wave were killed extra terrifyingly and knowingly, loudly. And they stayed hidden until... That predator stepped in that bear trap. You love to see it. No! Honorable.
5: <laughs> Honorable. <laughs> One last final thought to you. I mean, you said the director. Like, Dan Trachtenberg, I'm looking at his IMDb page now. He's now in the top 100 directors on IMDb. But like, basically just from this. And, like, he's directed an episode of The Boys, an episode of Black Mirror, Prey and 10 Clover Field Lane. Whatever he directs, I'm going to watch it. Now, like 100%. He's a freaking great director. And the fact that he wrote the story too, the script's so tight, like I I don't know, favorite of the pod, two movie club. What other movies does he have? Just Ten Cloverfield Plan. Oh, really? Yeah, this is the wow. first movie
3: he ever held writing with. So, mm-hmm. that's pretty wild. Yeah, that dude can direct, no doubt. I mean, especially when it comes to like sci-fi shit. I mean, I mean, he can make a rom-com if he wants. I don't care. I'm sure he could pull it off, but, like, I think he does really well with sci-fi.
6: Oh, he's doing a Waterworld series? Get the fuck out.
3: Wow.
0: That's what
6: it says. That's pretty X- crazy.
3: Holy shit.
6: Space race. He's got four things coming up. The Secret Life Directed? of Houdini, I think that should be uh, Cooper. Alexander Cooper and him should get together.
5: <laughs> what makes the perfect man? <laughs> what makes the perfect,
6: <laughs> perfect predator? <laughs> I mean, Sandow and Houdini were probably both. Big I was at the time. Predator
0: versus Sandow. That's the matchup <laughs> I want to see. Ooh. Apex Predator of Victorian era. is
5: honorable. He's just going to box him like a. <laughs> <laughs> put his dukes up. <laughs>
4: Brett, or sorry, Mikey, please hit the O oh, Brother this guy. Uh, it's too late. Never mind you forced to, Josh. No, I don't think that's a bad idea. That's a good idea. I want to <laughs> see that. I want to hear, oh, brother, this guy stinks every time Alex Cooper's mentioned from now on. Oh. This is an edited portion of the pod, but that's just... He's getting so much closer to hunting us
3: all down. He <laughs> 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 didn't want none of this. He might okay. want a box, but
6: I hate about it. Well, <laughs> I have two surprises tonight. <laughs> uh, if it's going to go on a while, i got to pee.
4: I gotta pee too. Why don't I you guys go, go give pee? Me why Pappy reads this? Or Stevie, you set it up. Oh, should I wait? Or yeah, I I have to, I have time to
0: wait. Right. I, I got time. Right, go. I'm just peeing. I want to pee too. So, we're
5: all peeing. Be back.
4: They all need medicine, my lords. <laughs> Thank you for letting me do trivia. It's short, but oh, I'm not gonna. Dude. I, 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 w- I don't even I have will- anything. I will tell a bit of a story and you're going to fucking love it.
3: Let's go. I just, I think Naru is so cool, man. Like, first off, she's a good fucking actress, but she's a well written character.
4: You know what struck me that's sick? What's that? At the end of this movie, I came away thinking she's literally equal badass to Arnold Schwarzenegger at the end of Predator. 100%. Like, you get it. Like, yep, she's the one that earned that or something. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, 110%. Like, maybe that's just, like, I know it's a common thing from, like, the 80s to even now with Furiosa, but, like, the whole, you know, female taking, you know, Big Bad down, but, like, I don't even know if I want to call it a trope, but it's something I fucking love. From Sarah Connor to Ripley to Furiosa to Naru... Like even Atomic Blonde, like that shit like I well, love.
4: It, in this one, it's fair because some of the reasons she escapes is because of like her weaker stature than the other people around. And that yeah, makes sense within the Predator universe, you know.
1: She also learns.
3: It's it's not just that too, but like the one thing I loved. And, you know, I've, I read online about, you know, people knocking it whatnot. It was the feral predator, was like a bumbling predator, he was a stupid predator, he was a weak predator, it's the only reason that, you know, she could, like, win or escape, but it's like, this predator was getting, like, murked the entire time. It's not like he was 100 HP going into the Naru fight, you know what I mean? Like, yep. Toby mm-hmm. messed that dude up. You know, his friends messed that dude up. The wolf. The wolf messed that dude up, like... It just—it was nice to see, you know, not a superhero predator go against not a superhero main character. Like that's
4: always fun to see, and there's a lot more
3: suspense and tension when you do that.
4: That brother, his like la- he had already been stabbed through the chest, and that last moment where he like stabs his thigh, mm-hmm. it's so cool. And you could argue like that kind of wins her. The day because oh, it slows him yeah. down. Like, that like half. Step, Naru
3: right? had help along the way, and that's cool. Like really she didn't cool.
4: have to like go to like the school
3: of Rocky and you know Rocky Four and go run up mountains and lift a ton of weights in a barn to get Jack to beat the bad guy. <laughs> like mm-hmm. she had help. It's cool.
0: Yeah, nobody's gonna take on a Predator one v one. Everybody co- contributes chip damage to <laughs> his overall health chip until damage. he's like weak,
6: <laughs> until he's, like, of, weak enough abs. to just
0: like fall. Who? Everybody well, like gets their shots in.
6: Well, I'm just saying Billy tried to take him on. It didn't go well. And then the Yakuza guy actually killed the predator in one-on-one in predators. Mhm. actually probably the only it's probably the by far the coolest scene it's in the movie. It's the
3: only good scene of the movie when he samurais him. Yeah.
6: Yeah, no. Uh, Mikey Mikey it up on YouTube have it. it. Seen it's that awesome. Once. They go 1v1. He's got a samurai sword and he fights the predator who's just got his blades. It's really cool.
4: Steve Tell- from yep. Big Dumb Movie. No, other Steve. Please write yeah. in with and just pick that argument apart that Brett just said. It's not a good scene, is it?
6: He's not a samurai. He's got a samurai sword.
4: He'd never use it in that way. But anyway, I'll just let Steve <laughs> fill in the blanks.
6: I don't care what Steve thinks of me.
4: Just trying to bring a bow to the episode, Brett. Dang.
6: One thing I meant to bring up, Stevie, was I think it's cool that The Predator and Naru, they're literally both going through the same thing. Yeah,
3: they're both going to their Kutumiya. I thought that was great. Yeah,
6: yeah. and they both Mm -hmm. learn as hunters. And kind of like what one of you guys said, he got, like, murked up the whole movie. So, like, it definitely helped her out. Mm -hmm. Like, if he had... He did learn, but he was, you know, going against 80 people the whole movie. So, it's just really cool. Really cool parallel. And, uh, yeah, really cool. I wish we would brought that up you
3: hear that writers of Hollywood punish your main characters but also punish your villains too it yep.
6: helps
4: Ooh.
3: okay Pappy we got a surprise
5: right surprise email write in uh yes we have an email from David wow <laughs> The soundboard on fire tonight. Got Incoming messages.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: Greetings and well wishes, spoilers fan, fam. Dave here with a with some simple simping. I found your pod earlier this year and just want to send some love your way. Started listening to Epps about movies I've already seen, but your chemistry and format have me going through the whole catalog. Aww. The chemistry will mileage will vary through the whole catalog. <laughs> 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 Appreciate that though. Out of all the movies I li- all out of all the movies I listened Sorry, out of all the movie pods I listen to, I'm the most excited when I see a new spoilers episode. Damn. I don't know if I've ever seen... I don't know if, if I would have ever seen movies like Princess Mononoke or thought, of watching, or thought of watching Passion of the Christ Blackout Drunk would make for a good pod. Number 69. Looking forward to the future of the pod and wish you all the best. I don't know if I'd ever seen movie... Oh, sorry. Wish you all the best. Cheers, spoilers crew. P.S. just listened to Brett's punishment episode by the way and now I'm hopeful for a full crew review of Tropic Thunder so Brett can see that shit. <laughs> Shout out to Kylo who's not here tonight. Great addition to the pod. That's it I think. One love brothers. Great email David. spoilers at gmail.com Stevie if the listeners want to email us
4: finally a write-in that doesn't involve Vince. Or send us a telegram. I
6: don't mind the telegram. (laughs) Or call and leave us uh, a review in your best Orson Welles impression.
4: Or rap to the
6: streets. Mike Skinner.
4: Why are you making fun of me, Brett?
6: (laughs) I love you, you, crew. I love listening to you.
4: So at least one person
0: approves of the blackout... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Passion of the Christ episode. Happy didn't even like
6: it. I still person. remember. I thought you said, "I hate Jesus," I but you just it. said, "I hate this." You just kept going. I hate, no, it. I hate this episode. Happy fell asleep. It's an art
4: project. There's mm-hmm. 45 minutes of silence on that podcast, guys. Did you fall
6: asleep or did
4: you pass out?
5: I passed out, but then I woke up with my computer running, still recording <laughs> at like 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and hit stop. <laughs> Did <laughs> you really we went to bed? Oh man! Yeah, <laughs> Pap had me
4: listen to that podcast four times, and each of the four times, I told them to keep closing that gap. Not as much time of you sleeping. We don't need an hour and a half. No, we don't need an hour. We don't need 50 minutes. <laughs> well, Finally talked you down to 42 minutes, I think, of silence. Let's go.
5: <laughs> Sometimes people like to fall asleep to podcasts. <laughs> this is a new concept. Fall asleep literally with the hosts.
3: Oh. And surprise, Josh has some trivia for us. Because he's doing the work that I didn't have time to do today. So thank you.
4: Stevie, you're gonna love this trivia the most, and cannot wait. It's not gonna be a D and D thing. That's gonna. La- it's not ah. gonna last an hour and a half. Some people may know what we're ah. talking about, but I mentioned earlier on the pod. Locally, we have a very famous Potawatomi Indian chief named. Uh, what's his name, Stevie? Pierre, Pierre Moran, Moran. But he had other names, too. We've talked about this before. A lot of different names, yes. Okay. I want to read you guys something. And the closest to is right at the top. It's, I'm just going to say blank. And then let me read a the little bit. The guy who bit. owns the mall? <laughs> yeah, Pappy. We grew up in Elkhart. What do you know about Pierre Moran? <laughs> Chief Pierre Moran. Uh,
5: it was a middle school that we ran track against. That's all I remember. I know nothing. Stevie knows all the lore.
4: I know a little bit about the pool. So, okay. Let me decode for non-Elkhart listeners. There's a pool named after Chief Pierre Moran in our Elkhart area. and there's it was a, a mall with the best cookie shop ever. There's a mall named after him, and there's a middle school named after him. Any other Note, facts? I, the always French besides Stevie. I always thought
0: he was a titan of industry in Elkhart. Right? <laughs> I didn't realize mm-hmm. that he was just... He invented the RV, <laughs> <Pierre> <laughs> yeah. Moran.
6: Here's a Pierre Moran fact, Josh. Uh, yeah. Uh, patron listener Brother Brian fell off the... Top water slide.
4: That's where that uh, happened. Oh no! Yeah, Ooh, I know no, that he story. Fell? Yeah, Bro. he fell off the top
6: of it onto the cement. It was uh, Ooh, oh man, July fourth, nineteen ninety three. Brian, there you listen. It's an awful day, but he made it out.
5: Oh my god!
4: Good god,
5: Brett broke
6: five bones.
5: Broke five bones. And Damn, he broke, he
6: broke his wrist, two bones in his back, and two bones in his pelvis. Oh my, oh, my god! god. Help! how old was he uh he would have been nine uh 10 oh my god mm,
4: yeah. does anybody know any other facts about pierre murray <laughs> no, no i, I love the sorry. no i love the story brett but to my point does anybody know anything else about Pierre premier besides stevie don't give it away stevie i won't absolutely not no. i don't
5: know he's got a french name is that for a reason
3: they really couldn't like really pin that down in like historical lore why he was called Pierre Moran some like (sighs) Pierre long story short some people thought it was like a kind of like a slight Adam that he would have been like Mm. no one can really trace his lineage whether he was you know a part of two tribes like uh, the um oh what would that have been he kind of married into the Potawatomi
4: tribe. <clears throat> he, wasn't born he was important into He was married it. in, but yeah. rumor had it like his father's father was French. Yeah, he was like a French same- Canadian fur trapper. But yeah. at the same time, I think one thing Stevie's trying to say is like, it seems like he never revealed his true name to the white man. No. Right. Which is kind of cool. But
6: easier much- to pronounce, I guess.
4: I
3: think it was Pierrish was his <laughs> actual name.
4: Yeah, like Pierrish. Pierrish. Yeah. Pierrish something like that. but much like Brian Kelly our one of our f- brother Brian Brother Brian, one of our favorite patreon members, Chief Pierre Moran has a rich history and I just want to tell one little excerpt of that. Bear in mind, this is one of the top four or five stories for me from his life. So it's not necessarily the best one, but I think it's the best for this trivia. So you'll get a blank, and that's the closest to, but just listen on, okay? So, when Pierre... This is from, I don't know, some sort of like nmanchesterhistory.org. So, when Chief Pierre Moran was about blank years old, he became enamored with the charms of a young squaw who, receiving and encouraging his intentions, was being courted by another admirer and the young squaw being undecided in her preference. The contest of the two rivals became urgent and warlike with threatened tomahawk embellishments. But finally, the superior attractions and amorous tactics of Moran turned the scales in his favor and rejected the suitor. Pretty cool so far, right? On the following night, while (laughs) Pierre Moran was asleep in his bunk in his wigwam, Wrapped in blissful dreams of the fair, it says Indian, (laughs) (laughs) mate. The rejected suitor crawled into his wigwam and fiendishly bit off the end of his nose.
5: Oh, his nose? Thank God. Being aware
4: (laughs) that according to... Such a disrespectful move. Quote, Indian criminal code, this was the greatest of crimes, and the victim was an honor bound to take the life of his offender. He, pers- he later fled and sought the deepest recesses of the forest and joined every stratagem known to the deepest in woodcraft to obliterate his tracks, to baffle and mislead his producer. So that's saying, like, the guy who bit off his nose ran away and just went and hid and ran away from the tribe and tried to, like, run away. He never got found? Next, oh, no. next paragraph. <laughs> Impelled by a burning thirst for revenge, Moran hastily dressed the wound... And with the rifle and blanket that he already had like in his pack, he started in pursuit. With consummate skill, he found the trace of his enemy and step by step followed its torturous course through thickets and swamps over hills and valleys, through storm and sunshine, perils and disappointments. At night, rolled in his blanket, he slept under the stars or in the storm and lived under the fruits of his rifle, wherein. Weary and worn with unfailing sagacity, he slowly followed every westward through regions distant and unknown to him. Several Several months passed, and despairing, the dusky maiden back at home with heart so touched and so pierced had whispered the name of her lost lover to the glimmering lakes of Elkhart. (laughs) <laughs> and yeah. the dying winds and has sung many doleful ditties to the man in the moon where Moran, when Moran so this is several months later with scalp at his belt returned wary and faint to his wigwam and on the morrow placed the scalp in the keeping of the sachem and with a war hoop the law was fulfilled the wedding soon followed and as the novels say they lived happily ever after
6: that's a true story. Twist. She bit the
4: tip of his penis off on their wedding <laughs> night.
5: What, what was the name of this website? That's a true story.
4: Squaw.com. This this is one of many sources that tell this story, but this is nmanchesterhistory.com. That's Dr. Beardsley, though.
5: The, the prose is amazing. What was it? The, the Woeful Whims? The Man in the Moon? Woeful <laughs> it was dude, It ditties many m- moons
3: ago. Uh, I think it was... I think that story was told by Dr. Beardsley, and Dr. Beardsley's son is the one that wrote it down. Who, Chief
5: Piermarine. Who's, like, who's Dr. Chief Doctor Beardsley? Chief,
4: oh, well, first of all, Chief Pierre One Marianne of walked, first residents. He walked around with a wooden nose after his whole life, wow. after this happened. Yeah. So that, like, if you had lived in that time period, you'd be like, oh, the Native American with the wooden nose. But we don't even know that. And like, Beardsley is like... You know Beersley Street in Elkhart, right? It's like yeah, yeah. or the most you northern. His,
6: you could see his house too on yeah. You could see his house in the corner.
0: So did he track him down and kill him? Oh or yeah, I don't, him? oh yeah, oh
4: yeah. This not, him, right? Not Beersley, but this other rival, uh, Potawatomi guy. But did he school? marry the girl? Yeah, they lived half the way after. Didn't you listen to the okay, story until they at all? were forced to leave?
0: Dude, I don't understand half the words you
5: just said. It was pretty it was a <laughs> wild just some old words
4: that don't get used to. That's what I'm saying. The
5: prose was crazy.
4: I read it pretty <laughs> what much verbatim. Okay, so at the very, very beginning, when Chief Pierre Moran was blank years old, this story happened. We're gonna go Stevie I, last. Because I, I feel like you lay. know the most about this. Why? I, already, I already know it. Alright, you just say the answer after yeah, everyone Yeah, I'll guesses. say the answer. Same same order as the top minus me and Stevie. Go ahead from, I believe, weast to east.
0: Uh, well... I mean, them boys back then, they were built different, so they were getting <laughs> up to high drinks way earlier than, <laughs> than I think people would imagine. So I'm gonna say like 20. <laughs> he was tracking down, uh... Uh, just being the apex predator of Elkhart,
4: Indiana at that time. That is the best answer I could have possibly hoped for for this question, Mikey. Thank you. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> Me hijinks
5: and pranks started at a young age. I'm going to say 19.
6: I mean, uh, uh, I have a number I was going to guess, but it's not smart. For the closest two,
4: just what was it? But then say what you're like gamer. My guess that popped into
6: my my guess that popped in my head right away was 14, but I'll say 18. That
4: would be crazy, Stevie.
6: And your winner,
3: the man who claims to have Native blood
5: run through him, Pappy. Such an unlikely winner. (laughs) I knew it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Nineteen years
5: old. Listen. As the Native American representative of this podcast, I feel like I was destined to win that.
3: And like when it comes like that story though, like the nose bite is so intentional and so disrespectful. Like Chief Pierre Moran like wasn't the only Potawatomi chief that had like that happen to him. Like it's a he was chief at nineteen. No, No. he eventually became chief. Um, But that was a uh, common thing, Stevie. No spiders. What the hell? It's incredibly disrespectful. It's like spitting on (laughs) someone disfigures you. Well, because it disfigures (laughs) you. That's why. Like it's pretty much disfiguring you to the point where like no one like want to like be with you or they'll make fun of you. It's it's kind of one of like the lowest things you can do besides like killing somebody.
5: I can't believe you tracked that guy that far. Like that's insane. Wouldn't that guy like be like going through rivers and stuff to try and throw him off? Because he would know. How to be tracked.
6: You ever seen Aragorn track? It's like it's that.
5: True.
4: Did you guys not yeah. cat catch that part? I tried to explain it, but the man who bit his nose off, this is the pros again. He and I'm gonna try to like I'm gonna try to decode this. He later fled and sought the deepest regions of the forest and employed every strategy he knew in the deepest woodcraft. It says the word Woodcraft here to take away <laughs> his tracks and baffle Moran and mislead him from pursuing him.
5: That's what I'm saying. He's walking in figure eights and yeah. swimming through rivers yeah, and doing yes. all that kind of stuff.
4: Yeah. It became his life. Like overnight, just imagine that instead of like going to work every day, driving your car, <laughs> going getting, to work, you're just like, nope, I am now killing this man and have to employ every stratagem known to <laughs> deepest woodcraft.
0: Yeah. This guy doesn't have a Fortnite battle pass to grind. He's got all the time in the world to track down this man that bit off his nose. Me, I gotta watch Prey and Comanche
5: track uh, just to see what it's like. I, I don't have time for that. Pap wins. Pap, do you want to take us out? Yeah, I'll take us out. Um, thank you again for the email, David. Please send us yes. email. Um We love it. It's a free way to get us to read to you, which is always entertaining. And it's like a way you can support us without joining the Patreon. But if you want to join the Patreon, Spoiler Man will tell you about how to do that right now.
2: Take it away, Spoiler Man. Special thank you to our patrons, Matt Troll. You tried it. You just... You couldn't bring it home. Brother Brian. Druid King.
1: It'll think it's hunting us.
2: Nick. If it bleeds, we can kill it. The Meg. Not only, Not much. David. You want to hunt something that's hunting you? Nurse Stacy.
0: So that we got. Ah. In this wind, he brings home a red tail.
2: <laughs> the wolf. Our our you have medicine? Barky 420. Its a mouth full of teeth like arrows,
6: <laughs> ready to tear your flesh and crush your bones.
2: Davey Kerr. Don't get your bowstring wet. If you'd like to request an episode, hear your name read by Spoilerman, or even just help us make podcasts, please check us out on Patreon.com spoilerspodcast Our email is PodcastSpoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at Spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is PodcastSpoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme song. Please support this podcast by leaving us an iTunes review. To do this, one, search for movie spoilers. Two, click on our orange Spoilers Bowl logo and scroll all the way to the bottom. Three, leave us some stars and some words. Now you can check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Spoilers is now available on Audible.
4: That's about the perfect time for a pod. That's a fun episode. episode. Hour
5: 30? What do you mean starting at 930? What do you mean time?
4: Just as long as the movie. Every bit of it.
5: It paralleled the movie, Prey.
4: I think one and a half hours is a good zone for us. Two hours is okay, but getting too long. Three hours is not good.
5: I disagree.
4: (laughs) An hour is a quick edit, but as a listener, it feels like a short edit. Josh, you know you were 100% responsible for the three-hour runtime on that last podcast, yeah. right? I know. I've been self-defecating myself ever since. It was terrible. You've I'm been so self-defecating sorry, yeah. yourself? I've been shitting my pants. <laughs> that was by far breath. the best trivia, though. Like trivia. That's
3: story yeah, is tri- crazy. trivia. Yeah.
0: Jordan, no, I
6: had mean, a at-
3: blast. Yeah. There's a lot of like to start reading like on like. Game. like because like the saddest part about native type like, traditions is not a lot of shit is written down and like languages are dying like left and right, especially like certain dialects for certain regions. So like actually like being able to like read through certain histories is really
4: hard. And it says in here there's a mention of like when he came back to the tribe specifically with a war hoop, the law was fulfilled. <laughs> right. So it's like, this movie takes, like, the noises the Native Americans take, make in this movie. It makes sense. Like, that's part of their shit. I love it. Maybe it's. It, how wrong is it, Stevie? You know the Comanche. Woo, woo, woo. It, how accurate is this movie?
3: Um. They. So you're kind of getting, like, this small, like, I wouldn't call it a weekender story, but it's not over, like, months. Like, if it would have been, like, over, like, you know, anything past three to four weeks, it, it kind of just depends on the hunt, you know, who's around and how often they're moving. They're a really nomadic tribe. Like Comanches were on nomadic. nomadic. Um, you, I, in my opinion, horses would have been a little more prevalent in this movie. Uh, They were just
0: unreal. They were constantly
3: on horses. They were unreal on the horse, man. Can
6: I don't, we're not recording anymore, are we? No. Anybody? Wow. Well, I'm just surprised. I mean, I guess I'm not surprised they picked Comanche because that's what they're known for warrior. But I would say personally that they're, they they got to be one of the most problematic of the Native American tribes. Correct. Um. In <laughs> what way? Well, Raiders. obviously, not only did they raid obviously the white man, but they raided other. Indian tribes. Oh, they would they kill them other slavery. Kill the tribes. slavery, they sold
3: quickly. Yeah, yeah, they would
6: sell them into. The, I'm mean, not saying that's right. That was very unique. That's rare for Native yeah. American tribes. So um, they were like also, constantly warring.
3: They were, yeah, they were supplying the Cree with slavery left and right.
6: Yeah,
3: um, they were selling the
6: Mexicans and stuff. So yeah, I, I still want to bring yeah. it up on the pod, but. No, no, no. It's a little problematic, but
4: you know, it is cool. It's a cool history. <laughs> why wouldn't you why wouldn't you bring that up on the pod? Why would that be faux pas to say?
1: Well,
3: also, like during this so. period though, out in the I mean when you're like kind of like out of the colon like colonial region, kind of out in the the plains, <laughs> the French and and the natives would have had a much much stronger bond than they showed oh, yeah. in this movie. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, definitely like they, uh, the tribes, especially the Comanche tribe definitely would have sold their women, um, to the French and they wouldn't have been like more or less concubines. But really what the plan for that was, especially during these times was to have children that were bilingual. Like if you were a bilingual during these times, you were so important. No one would touch you. Like that was a big deal, and that's why, like why. Yeah, and that's why Pierre Moran was like special because he spoke French, English, and uh, Native American. Like yeah. I, he spoke two different dialects of Native American. So I mean, that dude was smart as fuck. I speak English and Pig Latin.
1: Yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> and My favorite story, and maybe we can get into it on a different pod, is he basically like sacrifices their whole tribe so that violence doesn't break out and he's hated for it in history still
6: his hated
4: tribe. still and, hated well,
6: they're the worst middle school so
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> like the
3: basketball as, team is garbage yeah, so like as someone who is reading through the archives of the uh, Potawatomi like citizenry archives uh, Goodman Pierre is not well looked upon in history at all
0: well can tell from the elkhart sucking his d
6: hey, bro. <laughs> name and everything after him see everybody good job
3: see well not know. just that but like also like the whiskey treaties didn't help things i feel um, like if
4: elkhart names it after him it was almost like hands tied mouth gag they had to do something so uh we'll like name a middle school But we won't say anything about his life or history in the middle school ever, ever, ever. And then we'll have the mall named after him with the best cookie place
3: ever and close it down really quickly.
4: (laughs) Close it down. They had a
3: great card trading store for basketball Dude, the cookie basket was unreal at Pier (laughs) Moran Mall. Un-fucking-real how good that place was. And they shut it down.
2: That was spoilers.